Oh, hello, everybody. We're GFPS, Grand Fork's best source on a dirty Thursday. Had to do that. Mark Dobmeyer joining us on the show today. Been a while since the number 13 driver's been on the show. Big thanks going out to Thunder A's Auto Repair for bringing you this dirty Thursday. You know, there is a new auto repair shop in Grand Forks, Thunder Ray's Auto Repair. And they do it all, general auto repair, oil changes and maintenance, brakes and suspension, fuel and ignition diagnostics, engine and tranny work, and Thunder Ray's, they really get off on working on hot rods and muscle cars, too. They love it. And you won't drop dead when you get the bill. Call or schedule an appointment, 701-757-0287, or go to thunderrays.com, or check out Thunder Rays Auto Repair on Facebook. There's a new auto repair shop in town, Thunder Rays Auto, 2315 North Washington Street in Grand Forks. Check them out. All right, if you got any questions, comments, anything, you can feel free to call us up. Our number here at the studios, 701-213-0863, 701-213-0863. Time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, here we go, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, a friend of mine just called me to tell me he's changed his name to Spinal Column. I asked if I could call him back. <laughs> Katie, what'd you think of that one? That was pretty good. That one wasn't um, bad. Ben, speaking huh? of backs, you know. Yeah, yeah. Chad, what'd you think? Well, the best part of that, that joke is you trying to look around for laughter after the fact. <laughs> 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 You're like, hey, yeah, hey, you guys see that was funny? That was funny? No, no. Crap. I asked if I could call him back. <laughs> Mark, what'd you think of it? Oh, you know, it's all right. You know, I mean, a little it, sensitive to the back joke. Uh, I yeah. thought it was good, you know. And, yeah. and that's why I did it. Um, you probably don't know this, but, you know, I got a week back. You got a week back? Yep, I got it about a week back, too. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> all right, I can tell. Oh, that's a good one. We might have to change this. Jokes Mark Dobmeyer <laughs> yeah, tells right. me. That's a good one. Jot that one down. Save that one for later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before we get to Mark Dobmeyer, uh, let's just mention a little bit the Wild West shootout last week. Yes. Uh, went for a week, and a lot of the Grand Forks local guys, oh. I mean, they did great North out there. boys tore that up. Yeah, Jory Berg, Dustin Strand, Preston Carr, Lance Schill, Nolan Olmstead, Scott Bentz, uh, Brock from Abiji, Tyler Peterson, all of those guys out yeah. there, and uh, a couple of those guys uh, picking up some wins, too. Jory Berg won uh, first night out there. Uh, Preston Carr won a couple nights. And then you got, uh, oh, geez, you just said it. Dustin Strand. Dustin Strand. And then the and, one, Tyler? Uh, Peterson, yeah. That's right. Yeah, he yep. won too. And Dustin Strand, uh, from what I hear, won. And then won again. And then and got disqualified. Failed tech. Yeah. Yeah. Um, won't well, anyway, but that's that's too bad. Uh, but it's great to see the guys from around here. Yeah, Nolan Olmstead went down there. I think his motor blew up, so he didn't get to oh. do much. But uh, he still got to enjoy the, the sunshine and stuff like that. But. Uh, I tell you what, those North Dakota boys sure represented for us, and they really kicked tail down there this weekend. They did. And, and speaking of Nolan Olmstead, uh, <laughs> Bob Duso brought us a new round of pictures for the Duso yeah. Photography Wall of Fame. Did you see Nolan's picture did up I there? Have... Couldn't find one of their ace cars, so we got him in the water truck. So we got a water <laughs> truck. <laughs> I, I actually texted Heather yesterday. She's working on finding us a different uh, picture. So. <laughs> Uh, big question is, and, and Mark Dobmeyer, it's been a while. I think the last time you were in the studio, we were actually talking about go-karts. We didn't talk much, but uh, big question everybody's asking, how are you? You know, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing really good at the end of the day. It seems to, uh, I have life kind of back to a normal realm, I guess. We're going to work every day, and uh, 
I'm able to, to do all my daily tasks all day. It's just when it comes down to lifting anything heavy, I just step aside and the boys at the shop help me out lift the stuff around. But uh, things are going good. Everything's healing. I'm, I'm ahead of schedule on everything. So at the end of the day, things are, things are really good right now. Head of schedule is always huge, especially yeah. with that back. I mean, you never really know. I've had back shoes last year, not as extensive as he has. But you never know how much you actually need or use that thing until you don't yeah. have one. Yeah. And then you're like, what the hell was I doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, when you look at this last year overview, uh, what, do you, what do you expect for 2021 for Mark Dobmeyer? Well, I, I have high hopes at the end of the day. We've actually uh, set a schedule already this year, and we have about 50-some dates on it. So, oh, breaking wow. news. Wow. I am uh, Breaking I am, news, I, everybody. He's never going to be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I am really excited to try and get back in the race car. It's obviously what I want to do. Um, I, I don't have the clearance yet, but we're working on it. We're, uh, we have a few more doctor's appointments and whatnot. I just had one about a week ago, and all the x-rays are looking really good. Bone's healing, and it's growing around the screws like, like we want it to. Um, I got goosebumps. We won't know until we have an actual CAT scan. So mm-hmm. um, all the doctors, of course, would like to see a year's time before, before anything crazy, but the, the same guys that told me a year from now you can do anything you want to do again. So I'm, uh, I'm thinking I'm going to be able to get in the car. I won't know for sure. I don't have any absolute answers until about mid-April we're going to do a CAT scan and and they can get a thorough look at everything and be able to tell me whether it's as strong as it was before or where we're sitting at so all right now I have no official news but uh, I'm I'm gearing up to uh, to put a big season together you know things are really looking up in the sprint car world with Houston Speedway and Mm -hmm. Jackson Speedway and I mean this is all right up my alley and there's going to be a ton of racing this year so I want nothing more than to jump in that car and uh, kick some butt right away and and that's one of those racetracks (laughs) that that just loves Mark Dimer's Jackson's I mean yeah that's that's an awesome race yeah Houston's and Jackson's Houston's huge too I got I seriously got goosebumps (laughs) when when he said that hey you know we're planning 2021 like holy i got goosebumps that, yeah. that was i'm just excited for that because you it, when you look back at the year that he's had of, of the accident and then watching him get around and all the stuff he did at the racetrack even though he wasn't even needed to be there uh the traveling with his with his merch trailer and all that other stuff and him still still at river city speedway mark dobmeyer out there sitting signing autographs in a in a uh, I think it was a wheelchair or a... <laughs> oh, yeah. He yeah, had a little stroller. Yeah, a stroller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And to see, to see him now and to hear mm-hmm. that he's going to get back in a race car, it just, you, you take that to heart, man. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Yeah, that's what? my plan. As of right now, we're basically building cars in the shop. Uh, I got a great crew and sponsors, everybody behind me. And even last weekend and the week before, we've been out, you know, kind of solid working in the shop. If We find if you put in one, two days a week, you know, throughout all mm-hmm. winter, it really uh, cuts down on that workload getting towards spring. So... We're ahead of schedule. We had a couple of cars built already. We're 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 organizing. We're getting ready to uh, hit hit the ground rock and hopefully in May sometime. So okay, that's that was my, my projected date is when I'm looking to start. It'd be the opener in uh, in uh, May right here in Grand Forks again. So <laughs> perfect. I remember kind of like around your accident. I was watching um, some interviews you had done, and you're ready. You yeah. know, you said. The car will be ready by the 2021 year, and I'm pumped, honestly. Oh, yeah. And I've been, you know, yeah. they put me on some physical therapy and stuff, and I've uh, met with that guy quite a few times, and, and uh, I'm doing kind of daily exercise and routine and everything, and I'm getting a lot of flexibility back. Things, things are going really good. It's just at the end of the day, I still have to wait for that bone to heal. So mm-hmm. I, I won't know until middle of April whether I'm good to go first part of the year if i got to wait till midseason or, or whatever the outcome is until we get that CAT scan. Well, so. regardless, no matter what, when, you know, I know, I know he's going to work his tail off to get back in that car. We all know that here in Grand Forks for sure. But what's going to be amazing is watching that 13 car come on the racetrack at River City Speedway when, that thing, when his first race there happens. That crowd's going to go unbelievably nuts. Oh, it's going to go crazy. I can't wait, dude. I'm so happy for you, and I'm excited, and I'm just pumped. Let's roll. 
Uh, a lot of people watching the show right now. Uh, a lot of people texting. Tori Martin down in Florida says, hi, Marky. <laughs> How we doing there, buddy? Uh, yeah, yeah miss, miss the Martins. Now, Mark, a lot of people don't exactly know what happened to you. In fact, I was up in the middle of nowhere in the Boundary Waters when I caught wind of the wreck. Yep. At first, I didn't think it was true. Uh, I texted your wife. She got back to me um, immediately, and I found out. But walk us through the wreck and then tell us the extent of your injuries. I mean, I, I can tell by looking at you right now, you'd rather not talk about it. But oh, I get I get these people, for some reason, they think I'm your PR guy or something. <laughs> but everybody asks me, how's he doing? What's he told him he was going to be on the show today. They're like, well, I heard he's going to Arizona. He's probably not going to show up. And I'm like, well, don't say that. But walk us through the yeah. crash. Um, you know, I've seen the crash. Didn't look bad, but... Those are usually the ones that sting you, but walk us through the crash and your injuries. Yeah, it was really a, it was really an odd crash, but it happened on July uh, 3rd of this year. Um, we were running in a World of Outlaw couple-day event down in Cedar Lake Speedway. That's in uh, Somerset or New Richmond, Wisconsin, just east of the cities. And uh, We're in a heat race, and uh, we were battling with Shane Stewart for the transfer spot, and we had a great race going back and forth. We were just sliding each other, and it was uh, elbows up, you know, mm-hmm. just getting at it race. And uh, We're going on the backstretch, and we... We just lightly bumped wheels, and it, it was nobody's fault. We were just both racing hard for the position, and so I don't blame anybody. It's just, just hard racing at the end of the day. And we bumped wheels, and the car, the car obviously hopped up. It got sideways, started flipping, and, and uh, it really wasn't that bad a crash. But what, what got it is the last time it came down, it had a whole steam of momentum. It was up in the airways, but when it came down, it came down extremely flat. Yeah, so perfectly was, flat. Was, perfectly flat. So it, it, it went from uh, up in the air flipping to a dead stop. Yeah, and it was just just the inertia of everything, and something's got to give. Yep, something's got to give, and I had a I had the best safety equipment you can have. I had a, a fiberwork seat, carbon fiber seat with an insert molded right to my my butt with high density foam. Um, so I had all the best stuff we could have for an impact like this, but yet it still wasn't wasn't quite enough. It uh, then the day I had a burst fracture on my L four vertebrae, so that one uh, burst out and it fractured my L three above it. Hmm. so i i knew instantly there was there's mm. major pain i i didn't know what it was i just knew it was it was major and i went tingly at that point from the waist down so uh, i had a great safety crew there MedStar um from sioux falls south dakota was there and they are the best in the business for extracting drivers out of cars they in fact they go around all around the country and train other crews how to how to properly do it so i was very fortunate to have the the best safety crew there the best uh the best safety equipment that that's the reason why i'm still able to walk today you know, so they uh, they shipped me off to Regent St. Paul on that Friday night, and they started surgery the next morning right away with Dr. Mack out of Regent St. Paul, and surgery went absolutely spectacular. You couldn't ask for a better outcome with the surgery, but they they fused L3, 4, and 5 together. So they basically stick uh, two screws down each vertebrae. Mm-hmm. So they did that for three for three vertebrae, and then they linked a rod in between them. So it looks like railroad tracks when you look on an mm-hmm. X-ray. Yeah. So now There's you're going to have there. very good posture from now on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sitting nice and straight up. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and one thing a lot of people don't realize uh, when you talk about the one, you're 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 basically your one vertebrae exploded. Yep. It exploded yeah. the right direction because. It, it, that could have turned out a lot different. Oh, uh, we might be, you might not have been able to drive over here yep. and, 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 and talk to us, but so many things worked out the right way. And uh, I, I want to ask you this. Chad and I have both had the back surgery thing yeah. uh, numerous times. Not as bad as yours, but no. uh, when you wake up after the back surgery, and of course you're all medicated and you're all not really there, what were you thinking? 
Uh, just, just, I was, I was very numb to the whole thing. You know, mm-hmm. honestly, that whole, I spent a week in the hospital down at regions and I sat there for that whole week and obviously you're, you're flat on your back looking straight at the ceiling and I was just numb to the whole thing. Just kind of, just kind of just, mm-hmm. you know, taking it in and doing, doing whatever I can. And yep. I knew I just something you have to take care of. So you just kind of sit there and. Yeah, you know, take care of it. And, it and, starts the process. You know? Yeah, and, and and part of that process is the woe is me. Yeah, um, I've been through it numerous times. Uh, I've been in some really bad accidents where I've laid in bed for seven months, and especially when you're drugged up at the hospital, and and you think there's nothing good. I right. mean, there's nothing good to think about. Oh, I'm still alive, but you're a race car driver. I'm still alive, but who cares? Right. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm in a hospital bed. And and to go through all of those phases, I hate to say it, but it's almost something everybody should go through because, boy, you go through the highs and you go through the lows when you are recuperating from a major incident like that. Yeah, yeah. I was very, you know, the one other kind of bad thing about the hospital thing, it's in the middle of all this COVID stuff as well. So uh, yeah. the only person that was allowed to come up to the room was my wife. And mm-hmm. She was allowed for one hour a day. So yeah. I was basically on my own up there for, for a week, except for one hour a day. So Yeah, and, and, and it's funny because I was corresponding with Jackie quite a bit uh, when you were down there, and um, I felt horrible for her uh, making that trip down there. Basically, like you said, get to see you for an hour. And then figure out what the heck you're going to do with the rest of the time while your yeah. husband and the father of your kids is in the hospital with a major back injury. But um, I felt bad for her. Um, but you know what? She's might even be a little tougher than you are. <laughs> <laughs> She's a tough cookie, that's for sure. And, you know, we have, a, we have a great support group with friends and family and, and sponsors and everything. And, you know, when I was down in the hospital, um, Heather Bicey, which is uh, a, a wife to a crew guy, Brandon, on my crew, she actually, they live in New Ulm, Minnesota, not too far away. So she... She took the time off and went and spent it with my wife, so she had somebody to. Oh, good! Oh, that's huge. And, yep. Yeah. And, and then my wife goes to check out of the motel, and uh, somebody uh, anonymously uh, uh, plugged into the uh, motel and paid her bill as well. So, Are you so, kidding we, me? We, no, no. Wow. Yeah. That's that's huge. We have that a lot is, of good friends. And, yeah. And, and, and how much does it help to have a good support system when you're going through something like this? Because, and that's one thing I'd say, because, you know, I told this and I joke about this a lot. Everybody, yeah. you know, it's like I'm your PR guy. Everybody calls me up. But that's one thing. People would call me up because it was sketchy talking with, with Jackie and back and forth. And, and all I could say was, don't worry about it. The dude's got the best support system on the planet. Wow. Um, he's he's going to be surrounded by everybody, and, and yeah. he's this is going to be nothing. It's going to be a setback. We preach it here all the time, too, and I think this came into full circle with this one, uh, racing family, the racing community, and, and, and the support staff and everything that comes behind it. Not only was it, for, for especially you, not only was it for at the hospital with Jackie, but here at home with the shop, not only the racing shop, but you also have to work at the business too, and all that was they, they everybody stepped up and oh, took care of everything. Everybody, and that's uh, you know it's it's just uh, it's humbling just to uh, to talk about, I guess, but it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Everything from the shop, the guys just took care of everything, and it was everything just kept trucking, just like yep. just mm-hmm. like I just like I was. What about just like I was there really? What right. about chasing fugitives? Who did that for you? <laughs> well, fortunately, because of the COVID situation, the uh, that's wasn't pretty, a whole lot. That's that's pretty not a whole lot going on in bail bonds for the last year. So that uh, the timing on that and everything actually worked out pretty good. So there hasn't been too much of that. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's just the whole support group, and that's probably the biggest reason I want to jump in the car, jump in the car again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what I love doing. It's what people love me to do as well. You know, and and uh, all the support just poured in from. I mean, there's. 
several fans and spectators and and everything that would just uh, send donations and and yeah. and, 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 and do things to and help not out. just from Grand and, Forks. Yeah, no, right. all, all over, all yeah. over the country. Yep. And I mean, it's just it was a very humbling experience, and it uh, it gave me that much more drive at the end of the day to uh, sure. keep pushing and. And uh, I'm really hoping to jump back in in the uh, first part of May. Here. You can sense it right now. I mean, if uh, oh, I, yeah. wish, I wish you guys could see, feel what we're feeling in this year right now. Um, not only is he a great friend of ours, and we love talking to Mark, but just the sense of drive that we're feeling right now mm-hmm. and, the, and the passion that, I mean, Katie... You yep. skipped school to come here today, so uh, yeah, maybe. yeah, she did. Yeah. Maybe. I'm like, so, what are you doing here? Yeah, what you, the fire's <laughs> coming? Are yeah. you kidding me? So you know the everything we're feeling right now, and I just I'm just overly excited. I'm so happy, and then we'll have him walk in mm. without a brace. It's like holy crap, this guy's came so damn far. Now I do want to put this in there uh, when yeah. we talk about you going back to the shop and chasing fugitives and all of that. Uh, people might not know what you really do for a living, so give your give your businesses a plug here, Mark. Well. Uh, the, the main business we run is Forks Radiator. It's 301 Gateway Drive, but we, uh, we offer a complete auto repair service there. We do not do tires, so uh, if you need tires, you need to see Northwest Tire hey, or, hey. or Thunder Rays. Or Thunder Rays is yep. good. Thunder Rays is good people. Yep. Either one of them, too. One of the best uh, shops in town, Forks Radiator. You want your radiator fixed, you talk to Mark. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. And you got to hey, be patient with the guys because they're busy. <laughs> I called them one time. Mark Flatow told me, uh, yeah, we're two weeks. I'm like, hey, that's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. That's an awesome shop. That's reputation serves behind that 100%. Too. Oh, yeah. I got two great senior techs there, uh, Rick and Kevin, both, and uh, they're, uh, they've been doing mechanics their whole life. Oh, yeah, and, uh, and they're good. They're, 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 they're top-notch guys, and mm-hmm. uh, we just fix it right and be done with it once, and uh, it's taken care of, so it works out really good. And then I got Matt back in the radiator shop helping me out now. And uh, Oh, you got a new guy. Yeah, we got a new yeah. guy a couple of weeks ago. We had a new guy starting a radiator shop, so we're... Uh, we're, we're plugging away there, keeping that busy, and then uh, also the bail bonds with Dobbin Insurance and bail bonds. So uh, we uh, there's always something going on there. If you need any auto, auto or homeowners insurance, you can call Susie over at Dobbin Inc. as well, and she'll take care of you. Or if you get stuck Hit. in a hokey, you can call me up, and we'll get you out there. Yeah, I'm stuck in the hokey? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Hey, they, they're in everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were, it was funny because uh, when we first started this business, we were talking about prospective clients that we could maybe get to advertise on the show, and this is how... What about Dobmeyer's bond agency, you know? And I go, yeah, okay, great. Here's the ad. Yeah, yeah. Plan on getting a DUI tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Take this card with you. <laughs> we'll put your feet back on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be driving, That's but your feet perfect. will be on the street. Put your feet on the street. Uh, Brian Staus, uh, I have goosebumps too. Can't wait, Dob. Uh, let's see, Terry. Hi. Uh, Terry's watching. A lot of people <laughs> watching. Amanda Joe yeah. really enjoying these backgrounds. How about that? The green screen. Uh, Carrie McWalter, so great to see you doing well, Mark. Brett, just hearing about it sends chills down your back. Uh, Tori, I've also had my back fused. It wasn't fun, but it helped. Uh, what does Jackie think of Mark getting back in the car? You can answer that in a minute. Uh, Billy, got a question, John. Ask Mark if he ever thinks about racing a full season with the World of Outlaws. Uh, great radiator shop, Kevin, great guy. And, uh, there was one more in here. I wanted to mention to, uh, Brett Anderson. Thank you. I don't know if you saw the Jade Hastings, uh, sprint car we got yesterday, but, uh, pretty crazy. Um, answering that question. What does Mrs. D think? Uh, Mrs. D is, uh, she's definitely on board. You know, we both, uh, she knew what you did when you met, she knew what you were all about. And actually she used to race snowmobiles as mm-hmm. well. So she's, uh, she's been around the, the racing thing, uh, her whole life. But, uh, yeah, we've, we've had some deep conversations. We've talked about it a little bit and, uh, 
She uh, she basically said I'd drive her nuts if I, if I stayed home anymore. So uh, she she's definitely wow. on board for uh, for jumping back in the race car and having some fun. But you know, at the same time, we have to make sure it's right. You know, so we have to go through this CAT scan and make yes. sure mm-hmm. make sure there's no high risk or anything. I mean, obviously there's risk in all of it, but make sure there's no extenuating circumstances that put me at really high risk with the surgery. So if everything looks good, I, my my plan we're gearing up. We're my plans are to jump back in in uh, May seventh in Grand Forks. So, so That's awesome. when you look at that rack and everything else when you you say you have the best safety equipment is there anything else you possibly could have done now after the fact like safety wise to make that maybe less of an impact i know it's tough because everything landed so solid we we researched it and we've uh, kind of looked at it and analyzed it ourselves a little bit i've talked to several of the uh, safety equipment guys and there's not a whole lot you can do i had a lot right. of the best stuff but uh the one thing i am working on is i'm actually going to lower the seats in, in the car a little bit um, but you have to be careful there because the drive line runs right in between your legs, mm-hmm. on your yeah. Too, and that can hurt you just as bad if that comes sure. up and hits you. So it's a very fine line of what you can do there. But I'm trying to get another inch out of it just so I can add another um, inch of like a softer foam, a foam mm-hmm. or underneath the high density foam just to give it a little bit more. Sure, you know. Um, got a question for you. What'd you do with your back brace? Do you ever wear it anymore? Uh, I do not wear it. It's uh, it's after about I think it was about a month and a half to two months in that. I kind of had a transition period where I'd <clears throat> I'd put it on if it hurt. Otherwise, I'd, I'd go without it and uh, stay on very light duty stuff at that point until I built up some muscle and uh, got where I needed to be. But I still have it. It's sitting in the sitting in the barn at home. So yeah, I also I, have a uh, kind of a lumbar support brace that I can uh, wear. So like if I when I do race again, I'll put it that way. Yeah. I, I'll be wearing a lumbar support just to add some extra support in there as well. Yeah. So. And another yeah. thing about those lumbar support braces, it, it's for up here too. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing how to use your back, not to, you know, because they're not going to do much for you. Um, they wanted me to wear one years ago after back surgeries, but all, right. it, all it was was like a reminder. Uh, of course, that wasn't being in a race car. That was like when you're bending and working construction and lifting stuff. It was just kind of a reminder. Um, Greg says, uh, I often make reference to the good old days, but I've had two back surgeries. Last one in 89 at the L4, L5. I'm willing to bet things have changed a lot since then. He still has pain and tingling. Uh, another one, Brad, how many years before your son's behind the wheel of a 410? Oh boy. <laughs> I, I hope he's talking about Jackson. Well, Jackson is, uh, he's eight years old now and he's been wheeling the go-karts for a few years. In fact, he is one of the high points of the hospital. When I spent that week in the hospital, he won a feature. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's he, right. He won both heats and the feature and the mm-hmm. Wednesday night. You know, Jackie could come up for one hour. So she came up and, uh, sat in the hospital room with me and we, and Terry uh, Matichek actually uh, streamed the races on Facebook so we could, so we could watch them. Cool. So sat up there and and uh, and the the wingman there he pulled off both heats and the features. So that was uh, that was one nice. of the highlights but yeah if uh, if that's what he wants to do I mean I'll I'll definitely sure. support him and uh, keep him into the racing deal but if he wants to uh, Play hockey. That's what he's into now. Of course, it's winter mm-hmm. good, time. Good, so yeah. good. Support him with that. He wants to play basketball. You have a ginormous hockey rink in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we had to put one of them up this year because he's getting big. He's getting uh, big into hockey. So we we set a rink up, and he's uh, he's turning into a little rink rat out there. So. Well, that's good because you skate. I don't know if you have this year. Um, I, I have. I have. Just was, careful uh, not to fall in your ass. Yeah, yeah be careful. And uh, we got a coolie behind our house, and probably one of the. Uh, funnest things is uh, he was bugging me to put my skates on, and I was a little leery at first, so I tried it up on a rink a little bit. Well, we didn't have much snow this year, and that coolie mm-hmm. was 
was froze solid. Well, it's it's. I mean, you could skate forever on that goalie, yeah. and you could it's <laughs> three football fields long. Yeah, so, go yeah. deep, so, go deep. <laughs> we went down on that coolie, and we were going. I got some video on my phone. It's absolutely classic. But we were sitting there playing pass back and forth down the whole length of the coolie. Oh so, boy, oh that's pretty yeah. cool. No, yeah. I want to get back to the back brace thing again. Are you going to put that up on the on the, on the shelf with your trophies, or what are you going to do with that thing? You going to throw it, it away? You, you going to burn it? I'm just. Gonna, I'm not going to throw it away. I'll just hide it in the corner. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say that might really be have a plan. Kind of unique in the wall. Here. I would throw yeah. it in the attic and yeah. forget about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would be like, nope, I don't yeah. want to live that again. The, the first person yeah. that actually uh, did one of them hidden, you know, patchy on the back and threw a sticker on there happened to be this guy sitting over here. Yeah, I, I ended up with a GFBS sticker on the back of that thing. It's still on there. Yeah, it's still there. It started a trend, <laughs> it by the way. Yeah, Austin Pierce Whoa. jumped in on it. I mean, yeah, he'd been wearing the thing it. for weeks and it was clean. And I'm like, come on, man, you gotta, you gotta spruce this thing up a little bit about that what's happening well we just had something that uh i don't think we've had happen yet so it shows all the support out there for mark we broke a hundred people watching live here already oh wow Wow, how about that and that's probably one of the first this quick in a show i can tell you right now they're not tuning in to see me so that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah yeah no you bet i'm definitely looking forward to this year though i mean uh the between all the seeing all the support when i was at the hospital and even after the hospital and uh coming out to the track meeting all the fans that's that's what's given me the drive and uh also you know after after you meet everybody of course i went up there watch the races i actually went to quite a few yeah uh just weekly mm-hmm. river city show and i'd, I'd uh kind of try slide in the corner somewhere and just sneak into the grandstands and and uh sit there kind of a few buddies and whatnot and watch it and kind of see the other aspect of racing that i haven't seen yeah. for a long time you know yeah and, until somebody calls you out and says you're sitting there and then all of a sudden everybody wants to come uh, talk to you that's okay yeah. it's good it's good to talk to people but i mean just sitting up there and, and just kind of watching it from a different aspect it, it did nothing but 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 fuel me for right <laughs> getting back there and uh well and you it, know it, it's, it's tough for me to sit and, and watch the racing oh happen, sure well it was, yeah uh, it definitely gave me a little bit more drive to uh and you also to, uh, got some sprint guys you called and you made some rounds and you had to pass the helmet i mean dalmeyer was getting all that stuff taken care of as he's sitting there watching race like hey get your guys up here. yeah passing the helmet i remember that that yeah, was for, uh, for wing, crazy for a wingless sprint for the wing, wingless yeah sprint that crashed really yeah i mean had, had, raised a, a whole bunch of money oh, in about so much like 11 minutes so much <laughs> and, and it's, it just it speaks volumes of what you know mark is sitting there thinking god i just went through this and this is the sport i got let's show support to him and he he arranged it Everybody came up. We had wingless sprints that night, yep. and everybody came up from NOSA and from the wingless sprints from Northern and the Western Renegade guys, and I just remember Jade bringing me just a bucket full of and I'm like, God, you're a pimp. Hey, look <laughs> at this. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. And I just, and then we got to talk to Mark that night, and obviously, you know, I'm an emotional guy. You're deaf. We're, we're, we're both emotional guys, and we hugged down there, and we're like, yeah, this is just an amazing support, and it just speaks volumes of what people do for our racing family. That's for sure. All right. A uh, couple of more texts here. Tori, uh, his brace is behind a glass case under light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emmett, when are you getting back in the car? Are you going to change anything? You talked about uh, lowering the, or raising the, lowering the seat a little bit. Put some more foam in there. Foam in there just for, for that hard impact like that. That's kind of the biggest, uh, that's my biggest fear in racing again is ever having that, that impact at right. the end of the mm-hmm. day. So you know, I've been through a lot more wild flips and uh, head-on crashes and everything over the years that you figured you would have got hurt in and yeah. and walked away from them. But then this one little crash where you just happen to land flat. You know, yeah, because you've been lucky. Yep. Boy. I, I, I've seen you've been lucky. <laughs> uh, Emmett also wants to know what's it like being on the other side, seeing things go as far as wins. 
Uh, Mark, when you get back in the car, since Houston's opened up again, you going to be at the three race weekend again? Uh, hold on, guys. I, you're asking him all these questions, and we're not 100% know, sure know, he's ready to roll. Yeah, that, that's the plan. I've put together yeah. a schedule. Obviously, all that stuff is uh, is on there. So. It'll all depend. Watch his Facebook page. It'll all depend in April for the CAT scan. <laughs> and then... Let's let's get rolling. And look out. Look out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's coming. A uh, couple yeah. more here. Kevin Papenfuss, uh, keep the Dobmeyer name going. I remember telling Mike to retire and put you in the car. We were both staying in a motel in Fargo. Said he wasn't ready yet. I think it was the next summer you were in the car for a night. Uh, Terry, I should be working on my prep, but I'm watching this instead. Thank you, Terry. <laughs> One more thing you got to mention about Mark Dobmeyer for all this summer. I believe he helped out another sprint car driver that was racing. It was going to be the weekend show mm-hmm. of the Outlaws. Mm-hmm. We got rained out here. They went to Fargo. Austin Pierce got in a hellacious wreck. And then somebody to my side here helped out. I think it was a motor? Yeah. yeah. Motor? He was, uh, he, I, I was down in Fargo because we brought our T-shirt trailer down there. Yep. And I watched the wreck, and he absolutely yard sailed that thing. I mean, there was, there was parts from one end of the... On the front straightaway. The, yeah. the other. And, <laughs> and uh, I knew he had another car that was partially assembled, and then, but I knew he was, he was down on motors. I didn't know if he had one or not. Right. He's, he's also my neighbor where I live at, so I, uh, I had texted him in the morning to see what he needed or whatnot, and then uh, they were scrambling there, putting a car together, and... Uh, Trying to get it all done, I said, "Well, I got the motor part of it. Just get that part done, and that, then wheel the car over. We'll take care of it." So, yeah, yeah. Austin awesome. was on the show. Going, so he had a, he had a great crew behind him that was thrashing, and then actually my crew came out to the shop and they wheeled his car over. We helped you know fit the motor in there, plumb it, and get it all set. So, I know he was uh, really appreciative. But he uh, was on the show not long after that. Uh, we're going to ask you about uh, some things things coming up this weekend, and, right. and we got more questions, but uh, let's take a break <laughs> here. Uh, Mark Dobmeyer joining the Bullring Boys along with Chad Hoff, and uh, Katie is in the studio. You know, if you need an oil change fast, like maybe 20 minutes ago, uh, you need to go to Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Basically, no wait time. You can sit in your car or your vehicle while they do your your oil change. Maybe you want to do a little shopping. I stay in the car. Uh, they're going to check everything, uh, your fluids, your air filters, your wiper blades, your head and taillights, your batteries, your tires. They do tranny and coolant flushes. You don't need an appointment. Uh, boy, you talk about timely service. It's not going to slow you down. You can sit in your vehicle, but make sure you mention GFBS because they'll give you an additional $7 savings on your oil change. And if you can't leave work and you live in Grand Forks, how about this for a deal? They'll come and pick your car up. Uh, locally owned and operated. They're open seven days a week and fast. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 3325 South 38th Street, or call them up, 701-780-8462. Make sure you tell them Grand Fork's best source sent you. Uh, back on a dirty Thursday, Mark, uh, while you were off, I know Sammy Swindell uh, drove your car to, at, at a couple of races. Uh, we were with you guys at Buffalo Wild Wings here in Grand Forks. Uh, got a race coming up this weekend out in Arizona. Uh, somebody wants to know, let's see here. Amanda. Uh, care to comment on the number 13 car going to Arizona coming up? Just tell us about that. Yeah, well, first of all, you know, after my injury, obviously I wasn't going to be racing for sure the end of last year. So um, I have a lot of great sponsors on the car, um, including Buffalo Wild Wings, um, Delster Motors, GLB Transport, DeKalb Seed, uh, Kello Trucking, Lean Packaging, Forks Radiator, Snap-on Tools, um, Lunster Motorsports, um, Dammer Trucking. I have a lot of guys that uh, helped me out all year. I, I wasn't going to be able to make the second half of the year, but I wanted some at least some representation for everybody at the, at the big shows. So, um, and I want to do it in, in a good manner that brought a little extra attention to them as well. So 
what we did is uh, we put Sammy Swindell in the car for the Outlaw show in Grand Forks and Fargo. And mm-hmm. also we brought it down to Sioux Falls where I have a lot of sponsors from there as well. Yeah. With Dammer Trucking and Monster Motorsports and stuff from that area. So we brought it down there and Sammy wheeled the car out in there for us as well. And then uh, we did one race out in uh, Arizona earlier this year uh, around Thanksgiving time, the Copper Classic. And Tim Kading, who also drives for Dave Lunster, he mm-hmm. came out and uh, wheeled the car for us out there. So... Put, put together a few races. Um, there's also a big Wild West shootout, uh, 410 race in Arizona this weekend. And uh, between uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings and Steve and Alex out in Arizona, they, we've put, decided to put Bill Baylog in there. So uh, he'll be out there wheeling it this weekend for, for a few dates. I won't be able to make it out there, but he'll be uh, back in it again later in March when the Outlaws visit, and I'll be out there for that helping out. So There you go. Uh, some of our Canadian followers are are. are they're chirping in now. Uh, first night, Mark drives the River City Speedway. The stands won't be big enough. Uh, Emmett wants to know, if you had any advice for someone uh, wanting to be a sprint car driver, what would it be? Don't. Any, any advice? Um, anybody can do whatever they want to do if they stick their mind to it and then go after it. So um, my advice first is get some uh, get some experience racing if you haven't done it before and I've always been a big fan of go-karts at the end of the day. Like right. that, That's where I learned to race. That's where I got my kid learning to race right now. Um, it's a very good stomping grounds, and it's reasonably priced, so you can get uh, get the feel of everything, and and uh, you kind of get in to get your feet wet that way. And then if it's something you really want to do, jump on you know, the next there you year. Go. Try some sprint cars out. It always seems like all these sprint car drivers, no matter what, Feature, you know, street stocks, whatever. They always start with late uh, go-karts first. I know that I've it, seen. It is a very good training ground, and it, it's yeah. a ground you can get into when you're very young. You know, you can start it, I believe it's six years mm-hmm. old, something like that. Something like that, yeah. And, and you, six years old, you only so. make it as expensive as you want to, Yep. really. Yep. I mean, essentially. You can get into that pretty inexpensive when you talk racing-wise, but you can make anything more sure. expensive is what you want to do with it. So, and a lot of guys that do that kind of thing, they'll they'll make it to where they can afford it, and they they're actually pretty damn competitive. So, mm-hmm. there there's ways to do that, and I agree with 100. percent If you start somewhere, what's the best part? You know, I wouldn't want to get in a getting a, a B mod and when a first year racing and go race that thing. Let's let's right. get into something that's going to be a little less invasive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and adults can drive. Go karts yeah, too. Yeah, they can. I mean, they're out there all the time. Yeah, uh, Taco Bravo Racing is watching. Uh, ben Solom, send Bolum Speed anywhere we can buy Team 13 merchandise locally in the winter. Um, absolutely. You can uh, get onto our, our website, um, .com and uh, or look on our Facebook, and I think there's links to it through that as well. But I can, uh, if, if you want to buy it without shipping or anything, I can bring anything into the radiator shop. You can pick it up there, or if I'm somewhere close, I'll drop it off for you. No big deal. Yeah. All right. And we are working on a bunch of merchandise. We should have a lot of cool things out for next year. So. New merch. Good. Good. Merch. Good. I have to put some more stuff on the wall. <laughs> Zach Holstrand says, I'm the exception to the rule. I started in drifting when I jumped headfirst into sprints. Wow. And Zach, uh, also, he is a Western Renegade sprint car driver. Mm-hmm. Um, he won a feature this year, too, for his first year out in sprints. Uh, so he's an awesome little driver, too, Zach. I think he's out of Minot, I believe. So awesome little thing for him. He travels Devil's Lake all the time. I watch him there. I, I announce there, too. So uh, pretty cool thing for Zach drifting and then right into sprint cars what's well, kind of a different drift sure I guess. it is yeah, yeah. i mean drifting. that's right cars are sideways <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, yeah. Right? <laughs> just don't lift turn right and still turn left there you yeah. go um i want to know did this set you back as far as flying your airplane uh, how long until you were be able to, to get back in the seat there uh it, w- it was definitely a few months and um yeah it's i'm able to do it again now obviously mm-hmm. but yeah it set me back a little bit but that's kind of just something for you know you do as an extra 
fun thing or use it whenever you can to your advantage. But, and, and by the yeah. way, I am ready to go for a ride now. Well, let's do it. Um, <clears throat> one, there's got to be one rule, though. <laughs> Have to bring your wife and my wife with, because that's the only way I'm afraid that uh, you're not going to try to mess with me. Um, if you guys didn't know this, I was in a, in a plane crash back in the 80s. Um, I laid in bed for almost a year. I had to learn how to walk again. I, I know how you feel. I went through many surgeries, many operations. I went to physical therapy six days a week for seven months uh, so I could learn how to walk again and do everything else. But I do fly now. Uh, granted, I'm usually pretty sedated. <laughs> Just enough. Heinekens and Valiums, they work. They Heinekens. Work. I, I haven't been, and he's offered me a couple of times, come on up with me, and then I'm like, no, I'm scared to death. I'm scared to death, yeah. but I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about go-kart racing. Uh, of course, Jackson, your oldest boy, uh, tearing it up yep. at Forks Karting Association. The kid's yep. he's got it. Um, got another boy who's he's kind of flirting with, with that, but... Now, if you have kids out there, especially with the age of your kids, you know how they, they're either, they mature quicker, not as quick. Some want to be kids longer. Others want to grow up a little bit. But how's, uh, how's Ty coming along? Is he going to be, is he going to be uh, wheeling a cart this year? You know, I kind of think he will be, but I'm going to leave it up to him at mm-hmm. that point. I had a cart ready for him. I think it's five you can start racing. Yep. I had a cart ready last year for him and, and uh, got him in it and I was going to have him ride around the yard and. And uh, he just didn't like the noise, didn't want it. And said, no, yeah. no, no big deal, you know, didn't right. want it. So so we uh, we didn't pursue it. We didn't push him, you know. And, and then uh, he didn't race all year, but he comes and, uh, you know, tears around the pits or helps out or whatever you want to word it. But, yeah, we still had all the go-kart races and everything. And then uh, we're, we're not going to push it. We figured, out oh, maybe this sure. year or whatever. And then he also, we have uh, little snow scoots that we ride around. The oh, yeah. yeah. And, oh, we uh, just talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and Ty, uh, he hadn't been riding them. He'll ride with a parent before. But this winter, now we had that first little blast of snow. Of course, we get it out. And he goes, I want to drive it. I'm like, okay, here we go. I'll fire him up. And I was like, well, kind of getting ready to chase him across the yard to uh, try, yeah. try to get it stopped. And, you know, he did a great job. He was riding all the way around the yard and, and uh, going over little bumps and having a good old time. And, we couldn't get him stopped. He stayed out there for like an hour. Just wow. Kept, kept running and running and running. Ran out of That's gas. All right. So then mama finally started, you know, getting worried. Like, it's cold out there, you know. He probably needs to warm up. So she stopped him, and and uh, she goes, Ty, you want to come inside and warm up? And he goes, nope. And he went, dead, <laughs> dead serious. He goes, I'm going to be a snowmobile racer, and I'm going to be the best racer, so I got to train. Wow. <laughs> Hit the gas and took off, so I, I'm kind of expecting he's, he's getting a little more That's, into the motor stuff. Well, so if he gets into that I'm snowmobile guess, racing, guessing remember, guessing ditch might, pickle green. <laughs> ditch pickle green. I'm this year, you might want to jump in a go-kart. We'll see how it goes. Uh, the beautiful uh, part about that, you know, you look at, you, you, you got kids and stuff, you don't want to force them to something. They're just going to resent it. Yep. So once they get the drive in themselves to do it, then they, like, then they don't want to stop. Yep. You know, so that's pretty darn cool. I think it's going to be really neat to have two Dot Myers racing in the Golf Cart Association. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and you know, that reminds me of the firecracker last winter. I got the hardware. I might have oh, to put that, that up in the studio. Now? Is that what it, it, remind, it, it, it reminded me? Yeah. Uh, it, it never comes up ever. Just, you, just do you know right what now? the trophy was for? <laughs> what? It was the best wreck. I didn't win anything. Oh. I just had the best wreck <laughs> and didn't spill my beer. Yeah. <laughs> So I got home with a trophy. That's so fun. I know. <laughs> Can I come watch him this year do yeah, it? Absolutely. Can I? <laughs> I'm going to come. Uh, we got a, a couple of more texts I want to answer, especially this first one I want Mark to answer. Uh, this is coming from Paula. Says, uh, I think Mark's kids listen better to the flag man than Mark does. <laughs> <laughs> My radio doesn't work. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. <laughs> Connection issues. Uh, Connection issues. <laughs> 
Uh, another one, uh, ask Mark about Santa the Grinch, the sprint car on Christmas Eve. That was oh, cool. That we, was we, so we, you cool. Know, we saw that on social media. Uh, that is always a fun time. And, and, you know, this year it wasn't really as cold, I don't think, as it had been in years past. But that that uh, two-seater sprint car is, I mean, it should have studded tires on it because that thing has been out. I remember Billy and Terry's wedding. Oh, my gosh. That thing yeah. has been out there in some of the coldest days that you'll get in the tundra up here. And it seems like it, it, it seems to find the streets around Christmas and, and certain things. But that was really cool. Yeah, it, it was really neat. You know, uh, shortly right before Christmas Eve there, I got a phone call from Santa Claus. And he asked if he could uh, could borrow it. Him and his friend, the Grinch, wanted to go for a ride. So I said, <laughs> absolutely. It's sitting in the back shed. I told him where the Heck keys yeah. were at. And, and uh, yeah, on Christmas Eve, he'd... He took it for a rip. I think it was about zero degrees or something. Yeah, like it was that. cold. It was, it was plenty cold. He said he was really chilly. You know? So <laughs> he uh, he took it for a, for a ride down Washington Street and happened to meet the cops on the way when he was there. So yeah, the cops arrested the Grinch for a while and and uh, took him took him off to jail and then uh, they brought it back and. So and, okay, here's the big I question. So cool. Who bonded out the Grinch? You know, I think the Grinch actually escaped from jail. Oh, oh! <laughs> I, maybe he I, called... I did call the county correctional center just to verify that the Grinch was in <laughs> I there. I thought he'd called Dobmeyer's bond the kids, service. The kids did not believe me that he was in there, yep. so I had to call and verify on the phone that the Grinch was in jail. And yeah. then, you know, I checked the same thing a couple days later, and he was he was gone. They didn't know where he went. When so. I saw it happen on Facebook, I showed my son. I have my son's name is Parker. He's eight years old. I showed him. I said, "Hey, look what's happening downtown." Dad, we need to go. Santa's here. I said, oh, buddy, it's probably already gone. Yeah, it's a sprint I, car. Yeah. He, he's already out it's in Devil's Lake by now. Yeah, <laughs> I said, you know, this summer, you and I, when, when we do races, I'll go show you a car that looks like that. But uh, Santa's already gone, dude. Yeah, but he's going to be here tonight. Don't worry. And he came that night. He goes, Dad. He's fast. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Santa is fast. Yeah. You have to get a bigger racing seat for Santa. Yeah. Know, somebody got a video of that on Facebook, and mm-hmm. it went viral. Chuck That's Green how did. I found it. Yeah, yeah that was last Chuck. I checked, it was over 300,000. Yeah, people. Chuck Green. <laughs> it was just Yeah, he's actually been on the show. Uh, his brother, Ben, you know, is the one that designed the Sioux logo yep. uh, back in the day. But, yep. uh, yeah, that, that thing was crazy how many hits that got. Uh, Terry, uh, by the way, going back to Terry and Billy's wedding, she said it was 25 below but felt like 52 below oh my god it, it was cold it was a cold one um when you when you look back mark uh you know no race car driver ever expects to go through what you did in the last year um you, you kind of take it with a grain of salt hopefully um have you learned anything from this i mean if you're a typical race car driver no you probably haven't you're probably thinking yeah i've learned where to go to the good doctors and yeah. <laughs> i've learned where to get fixed up right yeah. But is there anything you're going to do different now for the rest of your life? Um, I've definitely learned stuff from it. What? I'm not quite sure yet, but uh, it was definitely uh, Maybe that should be a question to ask your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it's definitely uh, made things a little bit more real, and we've, we've addressed some issues, and we're, we're going to try uh, play it a little safer and, and do what we can to make it as safe as we can. So, when you But s- at the same time, you've got to be a little bit of a, a gambler. Everybody that jumps in a sure. race car is a gambler at yeah. the same mm-hmm. point. You know, I've... I raced since I was eight years old because that's how old you had to be to start go-karts back when I was younger. And I raced from eight till 39, and this yep. is the first time I was ever actually ever hurt in hurt, a race hurt. car series. You've been dinged you know? up a few and times. I, and but... I've had years where I put in 60 shows a year, you know, mm-hmm. and this year we, we didn't have that many. I think we were probably 20 shows or something like that when this, when this all went down. So when you, when you go in and you're thinking, okay, let's get past April, and you're going to sit in that cockpit for the first time, what do you think is going to go through your head? 
hit the gas. Let's just go. <laughs> Let's just go. Because I think in, but, in race car driving, it's just, just got to flip the switch. Anytime you get in a race car, for me, I guess, um, it's kind of one of them surreal experiences. When you, when you get out on the track, I mean, yeah, there's 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 grandstands full of people, and, and you get energy and stuff off of that. But when you hit the track, it's like... It's like you're off in your own mm-hmm. your own domain. You sure. Know nothing. You don't. You just you 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 block all that stuff out and you focus on on your on your job and right in front of you. You know. We'll um, talk about hey i racing. How's that going for you? You know i racing. That, that's going to be my yeah. next question. <laughs> Stole <laughs> it. Yeah. Now now if you don't know, uh, car you wadded up out in Mandan. Yep. That was the one where you got lucky there. That's another. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, that one could have been. We could have called you old one-eyed Mark here if, if things <laughs> yeah. would have went another inch or so different. But you wanted up a car in Mandan a couple of years ago, and you decided um, after seeing somebody else's setup, you built yourself a simulator. And and I was lucky enough. I did about twenty five laps at Knoxville in this thing. And he um, talks about how you could barely get in and out of it. Well, he didn't put the fat guy seat in it, and he's got Probably one. Twenty five laps, but it took thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. Hey, I did make like five laps in a row did you? without without letting off the gas. But that was it. But three days later, two days later, you should see how black and blue I was. And it had to have been from that. Well, it could have been from the no. That was crash. It was a different deal when I won the trophy, but. That was at this thing out of your house, and, and I did like 25 laps. But I'm not kidding you. I did. I had some black and blue marks on there, but how addicting is that thing? Because it, it, it is I, I went right over to Brock over at Raptor PCS and I said, know. I want to buy. I want to build one of these. What's it going to cost? <laughs> I want to build one of these. Yeah, and then you go home like a tail between your legs. Yeah. Honey, Honey. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not much of a gamer, but... But I want a lazy boy yeah. with this simulator <laughs> thing, and I want to... <laughs> The thing is, uh, and, and not to mention, though, uh, when you look at NAPCAR and, and all of these things, this is what guys are doing now. Absolutely, um, and it's, it's, oh. a, it's a very good tool at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, some people look at it and say, hey, it's a video game, it's, it's whatever. But, um, I mean, from coming from a guy that's, that's raced his whole life and everything, jumping into it, um, it's crazy realistic how, how realistic it is. I mean, the tracks actually change where they'll get dry spots and mm-hmm. sticky spots and you can't just roll in there, hit the gas wide open and whip around the track. Yeah. I mean, there's actually technique. You got to get out of the gas, ride the brake. You know, you got to hit the track at the right point. And it's, it's uh, just like a real race. Like you roll onto the track, like in a heat race and you might be lined up, you know, there might mm-hmm. be eight, 10 cars, you know, and right. then, then you go into the feature and there's 20 some cars, but you actually have to drive onto the track, line up just like you normally do. Wait for the green flag, go. There's yellow flags. There's, there's, so you, you can't. Changes, it is, I it was is, out there by myself. You can't get in there. And <laughs> and set, I couldn't do it. Set that level to easy, and then and then go. You can't yeah. do that. What well, is there's, there's adjustments on it and everything. But uh, <laughs> so what we really do with it, I guess, is every Sunday night um, we we host some races. I have some. I have a friend, Philip Crouch, that'll actually host a race under Nodak on Sunday nights from yeah. nine to nine thirty. Is usually when we get going and. And uh, it can go usually, I don't know, from 9 to midnight, sometimes 3 in the morning. <laughs> you never know. But That's awesome. We, we have a big group of guys, and it's a lot of racers from this this area, um, like Rick Bates, the Corbett's. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Bobby Ecker jumps on it once in a while. There's a lot of uh, a lot of racers from this community and a lot of crew guys, too, and even some track personnel like Ryan Flayton jumps on yep. it. And uh, we got a, there's a group of 15 to 20 guys, sometimes more, and uh, we just get on there, and we'll start racing at 9 o'clock. We pick a track, we go, and... Can and you talk to each other? You can talk to each other on it. Talk smack. It. Oh, yeah. There's, there's something that goes on. The later it gets, kind of the volume goes up. The volume up goes up. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit sometimes. Yeah just, yeah, just don't pull like some of these people have done and got suspended. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shane says, I know he does racing. He's super fast in there, too, in the 410s. Uh, no mistakes. 
Uh, oh, by the way, uh, the green screen back there, if you see the picture. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. It's a beautiful car. Yeah, Duso Photography. Uh, again, For Bobby Duso hooking us up. Uh, Paula says that Mandan crash was the worst crash I dealt with so far. Never again want that. Uh, Kaylee Elizabeth, and it takes time to get used to wearing the headset. I make it about three laps before I get nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get nauseous uh, when I was in the simulator. Right. If I did, it was because... Well, I had a lot of bush lattes. <laughs> she might have been also. talking about a lot of people getting virtual reality hooked up. Oh, to it. sure. So yeah, I couldn't do that. I tried that one time on oh. uh, Mike Sorum, a guy that helped me out build it and stuff. I tried it on his simulator, and after about 20 minutes, I, I didn't even feel safe driving mm. away from there. I was all, you know, my equilibrium was all yeah. off. Yeah, well, you, you go to Disney, and the worst drive or the worst rides don't even leave the ground. Right. But they're virtual reality, and you get sick, you get scared. I, and, and the whole time, I, I just sat there and thought, Okay, I'm not even off the air. I'm not even off the ground. Yeah. I'm, I'm just sitting here in a chair. This isn't real. I was just sitting close, but my it eyes. is. Am I through it yet? Am I done? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we cut you loose, Mark, yeah. uh, you've mentioned and, and you do all the time uh, your sponsors, the guys that help you. Uh, again, you got a great support system. But let's talk a little bit about your crew and and I mean these guys. A lot of these guys have been with you for a long time. Uh, it, it, you almost feel like they should have a, uh, an extra bedroom in the race shop there because <laughs> yeah. some of these guys, I mean, it doesn't matter what yeah. time I show up out there, what day it is, there's guys there. Uh, I know you have your days that you work, but uh, talk about how important it is for, that your crew that you have. I have the best crew out there by far at the end of the day. I have a lot of uh, friends and, and family and people that have uh, pitched in over the years, and uh, most of them are still with me today and uh, helping out every day. Um, Wyatt and Ethan Thompson um, – I've, I've met Ethan in actually high school, mm-hmm. and uh, we've become good friends, and he's been uh, helping me out uh, pretty much ever since. Uh, he had to stay back for a few years, and, and he kind of helped Jordan Adams for a few years, and uh, then now he's back on board full-time, and, and uh, things are a little easier for him to get away now on, on more racing weekends and whatnot. So Ethan and Wyatt Thompson, Wyatt's his little brother that's uh, – mm-hmm. That could uh, probably be the little up, ginormous yeah, big the brother. brother that'll beat up Ethan. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they help me out all the time. They're always out there working and uh, getting everything organized. Uh, Billy Matichek with Boss Signs mm-hmm. and uh, Terry, his wife. Um, they help me out a lot. Aaron Crouch, uh, right from town. I also have a couple of guys like Travis Thompson and Steve Arnold with Snap On Tools. Um, they come out and help once in a while. And then I also have some crew guys from uh, down in down south. Uh, like I mentioned, Brandon Bicey earlier from New Ulm, Minnesota. He kind of meets us usually down there somewhere. Yeah. He'll still come up for the Outlaw shows here. Um, I got a lot of, lot of just, just great help. My dad comes out and helps quite a bit, and uh, he actually eases my burden a lot in the summer because he knows I'm busy with the race car, and, mm-hmm. and uh, he'll come out and take care of the yard work and stuff so I can keep uh, working on the car. That's awesome. My mom comes out and helps him, and my, my support group is absolutely amazing. I couldn't, uh, couldn't be happier. When I get down to Sioux Falls as well, Dave Lunster usually helps out a little mm-hmm. bit. He's kind of a hands-on guy as well, so... Everywhere I go, I seem to have a, a, a crew, or we can make it make it work out of a crew to uh, to get to races and get it all done throughout the year. And everybody that helps me out is all volunteer. And, and you know, talking about your dad, Mike, uh, he's been on the show before. Great guy. Uh, he keeps inviting us down. I thought I was going to get down there this winter to Florida. Uh, I'm still working on that in March. I don't know if he's still going to be down there in March, but uh, we're working on that. <laughs> um, a couple of questions, Mark, before we cut you loose here uh, that I ask almost every race car driver. First one is, is there anybody you won't pit next to? Uh, no. You don't have to name names. No, no, I, I've, I don't have a problem fitting next to anybody. Okay. Right? I, I know a couple of years ago you were poking fun at, uh, I can't remember which World of Outlaw guy I was. Yeah, I probably can't remember, but uh, I don't remember what that was all about. 
Uh, anyway. Um. <laughs> uh, next question, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Th- this is the one. Um, usually how I wrap up a show, and I know Chad's got to get going here, too, and I know you're busy. Uh, by the way, you doing lunch today over there? Absolutely. I'll okay. Right after you leave ways. here? Okay. Um, how do you, w- when the day comes where Mark Dobmeyer says, okay, I'm done racing, uh, this is it, I- I'm going to hang it up, how do you want to be remembered as a race car driver? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, that's a showstopper right there. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't really have a good answer for you yet. Mm-hmm. Um, just a guy that's always always in there um, fighting for the lead, but yet will help out the guy next to him, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, it, it kind of works that way, doesn't it? It's going to be time to think about that one. Next time I'm on the show, I'll have a better answer. All right. Well, you will be on yeah, again. Yeah, he's tough <laughs> for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, man, I'm keyed. I'm psyched. I'm I, stoked. I, I, I I'm can't happy. wait. <laughs> so excited. Uh, next week, hopefully next week on Dirty Thursday, I think we might have Brad and Darren in All from right. River City Speedway. Okay. Um, Sounds like they're they're really close to getting the track schedule figured out, and all I have been told was it's a very aggressive schedule. Okay, which after last year we need. Yeah. Um. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, man, it's just glad to see you up and Adam and 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 now all these people that are watching. Now you can see for yourself. No, he's not in a wheelchair somewhere. He's nah. not. No, he's he's still out there. And yes, he's going to be just fine. Um, <laughs> I, I can't wait to, for the new season, man. Yep. And um, I'll tell you what, one thing, a side note, speaking of the new season, uh, NOSA has a very aggressive schedule. Yeah, they do. Too. Things are really looking Oh, my up goodness, in the, yeah. In, in the upper Midwest here for races. You know, NOSA, I think they have... Eight think, at Houston's. Yeah, eight or... Yeah, they have several shows it's down so at nice. Houston Speedway. And then they tied a few in with Jackson. Jackson's. Oh, really? And mm-hmm. uh, I-9 mm-hmm. Speedway. So. Um, they're working on a lot of things, and I know they're kicking around possible a two-day show at River Cities. I'm hoping we can get that's, something more. Oh, that's what I'm waiting to hear. And yep. uh, we'll know more next week. Also, uh, they're going to be <laughs> doing set in stone yet. Yeah. They're going to be doing a NOSA thing. It's kind of like a banquet, but really not because of the COVID. But uh, that's coming up on the 13th of February. I don't know if you knew about this yet. Uh, going to be at the Beehive and Reynolds, and I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Uh, Mark Dobmeyer, man, thanks for coming in. I know it was quick notice, um, short notice, but, man, it seems like you always pull through for us here yeah. at GFBS. No we appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me on, and uh, thanks to all the fans and uh, support and from everybody through this uh, through this whole summer, and I can't wait to jump back in and uh, let it rock. Oh, wait. Here, let's do this. Let's, yeah. There we go. Let's go. Is it April yet? Not really. <laughs> Uh, Mark, thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. Chad Hoff, the other half of the Bullring Boys. Thank you, my man. You bet. Uh, and Katie Staus, our intern, running the show as good as she always does. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, great to have Mark Dobmeyer back in. And I tell you what, uh, special thanks going out to the Bubble Laundry Company. You know, if you're sick and tired of doing your laundry every day, maybe the washer and dryer is just a little bit too small for the bigger things. Well, why don't you let the Bubble Laundry Company do it for you? They have drop-off laundry service. Yeah, they'll wash, neatly fold, and bag your clothing for you for a buck and a quarter a pound for clothing. Oh, man. Bubble also has 61 high-speed machines for self-service. They do commercial laundry. Check out their newly remodeled store. It's awesome. Three TVs, free fast Wi-Fi, ATMs, soda and snack machines, an old-school arcade game. Yeah, you can play arcade games while you're doing your laundry. 
Stop in for self-service from 5.30 a.m. to midnight, seven days a week. A drop-off service Monday through Thursday from 9 to 9 and Friday through Sunday from 9 to 8. Hey, you can do it yourself or you can have it done for you. Bubba Laundry Company, 1401 12th Avenue South, right behind the strip mall with the lighting gallery in Mexican Village. Want to find out more about the Bubba Laundry Company? Call them up, 701-800-3084. Great place to do your laundry. Hey, don't forget, we're on Amazon now. Amazon Music. Just say, play GFPS podcast, and it's going to work. Tomorrow, Maggie Smith with Evolve of Grand Forks joins us. It's going to be an interesting show. Again, thanks to Mark, Chad, and Katie. Remember to like us, share us, and tag us, too. We're Grand Forks' best source, giving Grand Forks an identity again. <laughs>